forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Some sloppy seconds. I am. Mm, I'm Big Dipper. And I'm Meatball. And welcome back to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. Oh, we're back, back, back again. It seems as though you went and caught some sun. Were you vacationing? Oh, Did you go travel? Me. Did you? I just was actually with Oh, my... no, it's just age spots. Okay, age <laughs> spots. I have the old filter on. <laughs> I love that. I feel like culturally, the culture of our podcast is we are one month behind oh, everything. fully. They're going to be like, yeah, the face app thing, that's forever ago. I do, and we're all actually newly Russian citizens because of it. <laughs> um, yeah, I was just listening to an old episode of ours, and we were doing a lot of Jasmine Masters quoting, and I was like... Cool, that was in May. Yeah. We did that in May. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, How are we going to yeah. say ahead of the curve? We got to uh, invent ahead of the curve. things. Invent things. And then really push it. <laughs> well, you're familiar with that. Invent yeah, yeah, a yeah. joke and then push it to death. Klarna. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was just in New Mexico. I went to the opera. My friend directed an opera at the Santa Fe Opera House. And I went to the opera with my family. And my 76-year-old father stayed awake for all three hours of the opera and then drove us an hour home at one in the morning. I couldn't believe it. Oh, my God. Art can change lives, people. Yeah, and if you would have died, we would have said the same thing. We would have been like, art changed his life. Because of that play, he died. Died? I'm sorry. What? Wait, what? In what fantasy am I dead for you? A lot of them. What? <laughs> What do you mean? You mean on the drive home? Yeah, just like a car oh, accident. Oh, because he had like fallen asleep? Yeah. What? I Sorry, ju- we'll edit that one out. No, <laughs> no, we're keeping it in to show people what an asshole you are talking okay. about my death. Um, oh, wait, it was your birthday. Yeah, I, I had a wonderful this. birthday. Meatball finally turned 28. 28. It's a great year for me. Yeah? Yeah, I'm actually 30, but. <laughs> are you? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. And this year was, like, weird, because I've been preparing to, like, go on tour, so I didn't throw, like, a party. I didn't do, like... Last year, I had, like, four shows for my birthday. Oh, yeah. We did a roast and for we did your a birthday. Ro- well, that was two years ago. Oh, was it? Yeah. God, but so, like, wait. normally there's, like, a ton going on, and this year I was like, no, I'd rather just have a pool party and, like, stay high. Yeah, I know I was out of town, but thanks for the invite. Well, don't worry. Yeah, it looked like there were only three people there. There were. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of pool parties with only three people at them. Please welcome to the stage. What a weird. We haven't done this in so long that I forget. I do like, feel we weird. forgot like, how to do an intro. Weird. We literally did this last week. Did we? Yep. Was Were they good? I haven't heard them yet. All right. Well, we'll see. Fingers mm-hmm. crossed. Well, now let's please welcome to the stage our very special guest, Michael, Michael Henry. Henry. Hello, Michael. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? I was, I'm great. Um, I'm finally turned 28. Good. You did. <laughs> are you 30 also as well? Yeah, well, I'm I'm older than that. What is your age? 32. Oh. Mm-hmm. I'm 34. Okay. So we're aging. We're, we're getting we're old. Aging. Here it it's goes. happening. Okay. It's happening. Um, I feel like you are the kind of person that would make like. A video about a pool party with only three people at it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, it's just my Insta stories. <laughs> okay, your Insta stories have been wild lately. Oh yeah, yeah. I feel like you've been doing a lot of stuff. Well, you have so many shows and like videos coming yeah. out that you're like always I'm releasing just, content. Uh huh. This social media game, you know, you got to be on top of it. You're a content creator. Uh-huh. Come on now, Miss One Hundred Thousand Subscribers. I know. That's exciting. I know. That's so wild. I know. I'm really excited about it. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's my thing. That's my number. Um, Yeah, so you started doing YouTube videos, what, like five years ago? Probably like five years ago, but only like three years ago did people start watching them. So... And yeah, what, that was what, the push. what was the turning point? What, what was the big video that like pushed everyone to? Well, I started making videos about like explicit gay stuff. Yeah. And once I started doing that, people are like, "Okay, this person has more of a fine-tuned narrative." <laughs> <laughs> and what were what were your first videos like? Just like. Um, just oh, when you're standing on a corner and saying goodbye to your friend, but you both end up walking in the same direction. I do love that one. <laughs> <laughs> they're yeah. funny situations, but they're not for any type of person they weren't, like, specific. Pointed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I do have a list here of some of the titles of your YouTube videos, Good. which are: Do you play gay chicken? Mm. Gay guy services to straight men. Uh-huh. When your whore friend gets into a relationship, <laughs> this video is about HIV. Mm-hmm. Anal. Yeah. Gay and broke. Uh-huh. Wow. So you're a twink now. Wow. So you have a beard now. <laughs> Bloopers and outtakes from my most recent video. That title is really great. <laughs> that one. That's, that's a good one. That's a good finally, one. My uh, most viewed one. <laughs> <laughs> Just blank it from my most recent video. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Meatball's favorite, R.I.P. Condoms. Yes. That one gets me. Good. I, I did real research on that one. Yeah. And it was fascinating. I did a Facebook thread and it was really shocking what people's opinions were on condoms. And what are they? It seemed like half of the people thought you're outdated and delusional for thinking that you still need condoms if you're on prep. Oh. Because their argument is that you go to the doctor every three months. If you catch something other than HIV, you get it treated right away versus people who don't who versus people who use condoms sporadically. They could catch things and not get it treated. We talked about this with Casey Lai and I still am of the belief like. I don't want to be taking antibiotics every three months. That's how like, I, I feel, I don't too. want to be right. like, and also, filling my body with medicine when what if you I could go, just use a condom. Go yeah. to the doctor, get tested. You're like, oh, okay, cool. See you in three months. The next day, get gonorrhea, but yeah. don't go back for three months because sometimes yeah. the symptoms don't show up. Yeah. Uh, well, I know people that go that are on prep and every time they're at the doctor, they're like, oh, I got syphilis again. Just another shot in the butt. But I'm like, um, why do you want all these chemicals in your system? Yeah, why do you I mean, eat? to each their own. Well, some people, the raw dick is worth it. I guess so. I mean, all this just so you can have jizz in your organs? I didn't know that you wait, could wait, wait. <laughs> I want to talk about anatomy. So you think <laughs> when, when the jizz get, gets inside you, in. it will then work its way into your kidney or liver? Well, every part of you is an organ. This is an organ. Oh, okay. <laughs> you grabbed Wait, my I penis didn't know that you when you said that. Syphilis in just your throat. Like, I didn't know that that was is, a thing. It, it doesn't, it, or is that gonorrhea? It's I gonorrhea. It, I think they go everywhere. No, but some people are like, I just have it in my throat. So there's no, like, I can't do oral, but raw dog me till the day is done. I guess. Uh, yeah, but I think it's all. It's all connected. Yeah, it could be that's the site 
where it lives, but it's girl, you, you got you, you got, got it. it. You got it. Yeah. Condoms you are special. condoms are free. Like it's yeah. so simple. I'm. St- why are these becoming? Have you ever paid for condoms? Have I you haven't. ever walked into? I don't think I, I don't have think ever. Every time ever paid for condoms. And like, sometimes I talk to straight people who are like, oh man, fucking thirty dollars for a. Tra-. And I'm like, what? you're paying? Just go to a, a go bar. to a gay bar and grab. But a some fist people don't of- like those cheap, like the those one condoms and stuff, like out of the closet ones. Yeah. <laughs> I guess go pay for them if you want to pay for them, but they're literally free everywhere. Whatever, whatever people are like, oh, I don't like the way it feels, and they're like a bottom saying this. I'm like, how could you feel that? How could you feel <laughs> are that? Are you not tuned into your butthole? I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> how what? can you feel that? I just have a tough butthole, I guess. Yeah, yours is I, taking some hits. I could take it. Yeah. Yours is taking I'm 32. Some hits. <laughs> I've been around the block. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's incredible. A no feeling butthole. I like condoms. Yeah. I enjoy them. Do you? Yeah. They're uh. so ingrained in my day to day that it's in my sex fantasies. Like when I'm dreaming at night and I have a sex dream, there's condoms involved. You're really? like, hold on, I gotta put exactly. the condom on. Mm-hmm. That's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah, I I I I feel like fucking someone raw to me is such a unique experience. <laughs> mm-hmm. In what way? Like a in po- that like it a- doesn't happen very often. Uh-oh. I go like, oh, and then I'm just putting my dick in you with oh. no sheath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here we this go. Is- Okay, okay. Like I'm always like I'm like, oh I got you know, it, it it weirdly feels like breaking the rules. Yes, me too. We were sexually educated. Or brainwashed. Well, I was brainwashed as a child to believe that like you don't have sex until you're married. Like fully went to church and they would like take us and make us listen to all the terrible things that would happen if you had sex and like showed us pictures of STDs and stuff. So I was just terrified of sex. (laughs) The drag queen STDs? Uh, oh, is that what that is? Yeah, means? it's a double joke, girl. It's titties and STDs. That's why her name is STDs. Oh. oh. How is it spelled? E S T I T T I E S. I like that. Wow, trade voice. I like that. Do you ever put on trade voice for me? I used to. Really? Before I like made YouTube videos and I could kind of like lie to people that I was someone different. But now I'm like everybody, whenever I hit on someone, I'm like, you know how I sound in real life. I can't fake it anymore. I used to say I'm Mike. Oh. Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Mike. Wow. Wait, do you do you get recognized at like gay bars a lot when you're out or yeah. just like on the street at all? Yeah, I do. How does that feel? Heavenly. Really? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> love that. We I were mean, just talking about that. Yeah. Like, yeah. Cause I just got recognized at the DMV and it was like not what I wanted. To what do you mean? Me. Well, they were just like, oh my god, meatball. And I was like, oh hi. But uh-huh. it was like in a situation where you're in a line, so there's Nowhere to go, and uh-huh. now everyone around you is just staring at you, mm-hmm. being like, "What is this person? Who? What is going on?" Mm-hmm. At least right. I wasn't in drag. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine going to drag? They would have charged you even more. Oh yeah. Oh, the DFV charged me thirty-one dollars to change my driver's license uh, because they put Los Angeles as L O A Angeles, so it was Loa Angeles. Oh, they spelled it wrong, and then made me pay more money to fix it. Wow. I want to talk about how misspelling Los Angeles is an option. At the DMV. I was like, why isn't it a click screen? Correct. It should be an autofill of the cities in California. Yeah. You should not be typing that in. I 
or at least know how to spell it. I don't want to get on a DMV thing. They suck. <laughs> we get it. It's like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. You know what else sucks? Uh-huh. Airplanes and airplane food. But we're not going to do that either. Oh. Go off. Spill the tea. Go off, Queen. Speaking of stand-up comedy, have you done stand-up comedy? Yeah, do you do stand-up? I did it once, and I didn't like it. Yeah. I want to try to get into doing it again, but it's very intimidating. It's a whole other beast. Yeah, I, I don't, totally agree. I mm-hmm. don't love doing it. I used to do it all the time, but then when mm-hmm. I realized, like, like how you do the videos, yeah. and I was like, oh, I can just kind of yeah. figure out the laughs and edit it to be funnier than it exactly. was, or like, find the good moments. But when you're on stage and you're like in the moment, <laughs> no, ma'am. And you're flailing, and it's like, okay, I have to get myself out of this. Yeah. yeah. And I yeah. just recently went to a bunch of open mic nights, and I was Ooh. like, oh, I forgot Ooh. how hard this Wait, is. Where hard. in LA? Yeah, just like random little ones, like in like restaurant basements mm-hmm. and shit like that. Just trying to be like, okay. And I would watch people just bomb. And yeah, I was like, it's I really don't want tough that to happen. To the, me. F- the couple times that I booked stand up, I brought music with me uh-huh. and then like last minute was like here I'm gonna do three songs and then I just like did songs that I knew worked right. rather than like the whole point is like try new shit mm-hmm. to make it better but I was like I got too nervous it is very nerve wracking I wanna I wanna talk about the way you make your videos okay. because <laughs> okay. 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 okay I'm okay. ready for this mm-hmm. it's the James Lipton moment <laughs> um, because you, you like your videos and I I feel the same way about my videos. Like they sort of run the gamut in um, uh, quality and execution. Mm -hmm. Like some of them you're like, we did this on the street corner right. because we needed to do it somewhere. And then others of them are like locations and actors. And mm-hmm. like, so you can tell it's like, oh, I spent a couple hundred dollars on this one. A couple spent a couple thousand dollars on this one, mm-hmm. depending on maybe who's involved or where you are in your life and that kind of thing. Right. What, like, how did you get into that? Do you use all the same people? Do you sometimes just have to like use a cell phone? Like what? No, I always use the same uh, guy, my friend Paul. Mm-hmm. He, you know Paul. He yeah. He's great. We work together on all my videos. Awesome. Yeah. Um, he directs it, shoots it. We edit it together. It's just such a good relationship that we have. Um, if I do happen to get like a sponsor or some other more monies, then I usually end up hiring another DP if they have a nicer camera or a sound person. Because when it's just me and Paul, we just prop up a boom up against an old DVD rack. <laughs> <laughs> Been there, Dave. Yeah. I mean, it does the trick. But if there's more money involved, then, yeah, I can hire people with uh, like really nice cameras and better locations and stuff like that. But I honestly really enjoy doing the 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 low budget one's the yeah. best because right. there's no time constrictions and I'm the one paying for it all. And I like it better that way almost. Yeah. And a lot of the videos you have like people who do sketch at the groundlings, mm-hmm. like, you know, people who you sort of recognize from bit parts and, right. and stuff are, are those, and they're also like, really tightly written mm-hmm. do you also improvise a lot in the videos not really um the ones with uh pete zias and michael lucid where we're by the dumpsters yeah. those do end up getting <laughs> a little bit into another universe wildest <laughs> they make the least sense but they're honestly the most fun to shoot because we have such good chemistry right and kind of know what role each person is so we can play on that and we do improvise a lot at the end but all the other ones like the R.A.P. Condoms and the Beard one and the Twink one, all those ones, they're really tightly written and we kind of stick to the script. And do you write them just all by yourself? Mm-hmm. 
Okay, she's an yes, auteur. Yes, she do. Yes. I was she in do. one. You were one in two. In, I was in two. Yeah. Uh, one of them was like the straight girls and gay bars one, which oh, was, yeah. I think that one kind of went that one, viral yeah. in a way. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, word for word. Yeah. From the script to like what was in the video, it was so wild, and the mm-hmm. way you write is so interesting. Thanks. Did you like learn? Did you go to college for acting and I went, writing? I went to college for acting, but then when I moved here, I did take classes at the Groundlings in Second City and oh. UCB and oh, you did them all. I did them all. So that's- I'm not convinced that they ain't scamming with a capital <laughs> dollar sign. Yeah. They, Maybe the prices are slightly inflated, but it's like all good practice and yeah. experience, and it's like a whole system. And if you like work it right, the it only does. one I would really endorse is Second City, even though that kind of has the least amount of cachet out really? here in LA, because that one teaches you actually how to write the sketches. Oh. Right. And if you enjoy SNL, all the people that are on the show really are from Second City in Chicago and they teach you the same thing out here. Right. Um, so, and like Catherine O'Hara, John Candy, all those people are from Second City. So they teach the game format and that's how I write. It's the same, it's just constantly uh. heightening. Mm-hmm. That's so smart. Mm-hmm. So they do it all for the stage, but I truncate it into like a three minute thing. Yeah, and I t- that's why I tell everybody you have to speak really quickly in the sketches. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, "But it's, a, it's not really good acting." I'm like, "I don't care." Just <laughs> get the fucking words out. Exactly. I need oh, to. Well, then, thank yeah. you for asking me to be in one of your videos. It's not about good you're too, acting. You're too good. Right? You about... wouldn't. You wouldn't do well. <laughs> so, um, you, where are you from originally? Long Island. Uh, <gasps> wow. Yes. Mm-hmm. And did you ever, did you live in New York ever? I never lived in the city, no. And did you want to, or you were like, no, I, California girl? You know, I did um, for a while, but I really always dreamed about living in California. Yeah. So, you know, right when I graduated college, I was like, you know what, F it. I'm just going to move out here, even though I don't know anybody. Oh, smart. And then 10 years later, it's kind of taking off. <laughs> <laughs> So you've lived here for 10 years. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. 10 years in August. What kind of jobs have you had out here? Oh, goodness. I've worked at um, Bath and Body Works, restaurants. I worked at Mel's Diner overnight. Oh, my shift. God. Yeah. Did you spritz people at Bath and Body Works? Don't yeah. they do that? They're I like, did. I worked there for a week. Oh, uh, and then you're like, and then I was like, for, you know, I don't, I, I know that I'm above this. <laughs> Do they still exist, by the way? I think they're in malls. They definitely do. They're in malls, yeah. There's so many. Drag queens still all stink Cucumber melon, baby. Give me that Japanese blossom. It's like uh, fucking herbal essences in a physical store. That's like what a Bath & Body Works is. Uh Uh-huh. Jesus. Wait, have you ever had any terrible jobs? Um... I worked the craziest jobs when I was in high school. Okay. Um, okay. There was one summer when I worked three jobs. I worked um, at a Chinese restaurant in the kitchen, um, packing up like delivery orders and then taking them out of my car. Okay. I worked at an animal hospital, unrelated. Uh, um, and I worked at, I taught art classes to kids. And I worked all three of those jobs like rotating throughout the day. I so would have like, just killed me. You were hustling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. For what? I would, Did like, you owe I, someone money? No. I mean, my parents, my parents. When I grew up, okay, gag on this. When I grew up, there was a uh, piece of paper on the fridge that had a, a, a number. That every time I would ask my parents for like 20 bucks to go do something, uh-huh. they would add it. Oh, my God. 
And so I would have to work off to pay the this that is debt that sat on the fridge. Me. Like, hey, you know, and I'm talking about like, I this started my first job I got when I was 14 years old or uh-huh. 13. 13. Uh-huh. I worked at the Chinese restaurant because my sister worked there what? and I would work. Is that legal? No, I mean, she paid me cash. I made five dollars an hour oh my. you just held up four fingers uh, well the, the, <laughs> just letting everyone fucking know four that. fingers and a thumb no what i would do is it was called the restaurant was called Wa, which she told me it means beautiful china and oh. i would walk the like six blocks Wouldn't beautiful china be like something china uh, yeah right. or like china something no it's because china is english english word. Oh. Yeah. oh but on the map it says china in what language english so over there it says wa <laughs> or may? maybe maybe Maywa means beautiful Look, land. I'm not trying to get, no, 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 I'm not being racist. No, no, no. no. This story has uneducated if anything. Maybe, but I am not racist. Maybe Maywa means like beautiful homeland or something, and so uh, she told me it means beautiful. You know, I China. have a full computer, a full of internet computer equipped with Miss Google <laughs> that mm-hmm. you can look it up. Um, but I would walk up there and basically she always had like um, English, uh, like f- English as a first language kids mm. in the kitchen answering the phone to take all the pickup orders. Okay. And they never did delivery. They only did um, pickup. Uh, pick and then I later in high school, because I worked that job starting in like seventh or eighth grade up oh. through high school. And in high school, I convinced them to start doing delivery. Uh-huh. And this was the scam. I would deliver out of my family's car in which my parents paid for the gas. Because oh. they would just like, it was their car during the week. But I'd be like, hey, it's Friday night. I got to go deliver Chinese food. Oh my so God. I was making pure profit That's because I pitched to them. I was like, it'll be my car, my gas. I mean, you, so you were a scammer from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Well, your parents were scamming you too. A little, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> no, they were like guilting like me. It was like a. <laughs> Debt, like they were loan sharking you. Truly. And then my dad would be like, well, you can mow the lawn and I'll cross 10 bucks off the thing. Like, that's how I did chores in my, my house. My parents used to try to give us money, like, to do chores. They'd be like, clean the pool, you'll get $5 or whatever. And me and my brother would just be like, man, we're fine without it. Not the pool. <laughs> They're like, we're fine with this video gaming system. Yeah, well, I'm right here, yeah. I'm just going to play this. I'm good. Oh, uh, you don't get God. to go to the mall. That's okay. I got games. Not clean the pool. But my job, I never got wild jobs. The one time I I worked in the ser- service industry, or it was uh, J. Crew. That was it. That's, but then, uh, did you wear two polos on top of one another, both no, with popped collars? No, that's Abercrombie bullshit. Wow, Baby. still brand loyal, Ooh. honey. No, but then I also was uh, when I first moved out here. I was a nanny for kids with autism, oh. and you could only take so many punches to the head before you quit. You know what I mean? Mm, literally, yeah, yeah. They would hit me. <laughs> <laughs> that seems hard. I'd rather I work the Im- overnight at Mills. Yeah. <laughs> what was that like? Did you see a lot of Hollywood characters? I served Brody once, Brody Jenner. Oh. Uh-huh. Hollywood elite. Hollywood elite. Uh, yes. This is pre Caitlyn Jenner. Sure. Son yeah. of Caitlyn. Uh huh. Star like- of Hills. Uh huh. Right? Yeah, I think that's the only celebrity I. And I want you encounter celebrities now, though, that you're like more of an Internet personality. Mm, No, I mean, I run into people that I'm excited about, like um, like other YouTubers and stuff. But people that are not necessarily on TV and stuff. Are you going to be at VidCon? Isn't that a big YouTube thing out here? Um, That happened, I think, a week or two ago. And I didn't go. Okay, good to know. (laughs) 
I feel like I feel like there's like when you say YouTuber, a lot of people think like, "Hi guys, welcome back to my channel." I'm yeah. doing, you know, like, and there's that idea, and uh -huh. then there are people like you're putting out content all on, the time on yeah, YouTube, right. and you have a lot of subscribers. Mm -hmm. But do you consider yourself like a YouTuber or just someone who uses that platform? I consider myself more like a filmmaker because what I want to be doing is making like longer stuff yeah. like mm -hmm. short like even short films or like features or pilots like I do write those things and but those obviously take a lot more money to produce but I really do enjoy making the sketches um, so I do really consider myself more of a filmmaker, but I don't mind being called a YouTuber or being linked into that category because they're rich people. Right. Uh, I mean, I would and love to YouTube be one of them. Is taking over the world. Filthy rich. I watch YouTube videos on how to become a successful YouTuber. But the problem with that is like I've 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 sort of encountered that or, or working with other people. They go like, oh, well, if we do this thing, then more people will look at it. And mm -hmm. it, it all seems inorganic yeah. you know what I mean I feel like the people who really have gained a massive following like someone like a Miranda Sings right mm -hmm. who then parlayed that into this other thing right. it's like that was her she just like did a character and it went viral and she got an organic following and then all she did was a ton of fucking work to right. maintain it yeah. mm -hmm. and like did like oh I'll do a Q&A thing because all I have to do is answer all these questions that mm -hmm. a million people want to send me and that can make me money and I can right. you know she sort of branched out but like the initial thing is you have to be like coming from an authentic place yeah. that yeah. people actually connect to you can't just like it can't be calculated Calculated the whole way. Yeah, if you just want to be a YouTuber to be a YouTuber and just you know, I don't know, talk about your grinder messages for ten minutes. Right. It's kind of not that entertaining. Yeah. Some people are entertained by that, and I get that. I mean, people just want to watch. Was that deep people. shade on a certain individual? I think every gay YouTuber has done that. <laughs> yeah. Wait, who like, is the guy on YouTube who makes cover songs? And his butt is always out. Uh, you know his I, name, Brian Hahn. What okay. you know? You know him? Hell yeah! I've never heard of this person. Brian. He has like B -R -Y -A -N. so. B -R -Y -A -N. He has, Why? He has like so many Real. followers, right? I think so. Hahn, like Goldie Hahn. I believe so. H a w n. I think. I spelled it like every type of wrong way. Oh, here it is. Do you see his butt? What the hell? It's he fascinating. He has an OnlyFans, I believe. Okay, we don't need to like fully watch, but sound. I'm really, I'm really fascinated by. Okay, you're going, I'm you're sorry, going sorry, all sorry, the way. Sorry, 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 you're sorry, going sorry, all the way. Sorry, sorry. You want to just, just look at his butt? I want to see the butt. If you talk about the butt, I want to see the butt. If you're into butts, he's your guy. He really does have <laughs> so many butts. Wow, they're like workout videos. Yeah, it's interesting. It's like a total hustle. It's like building people. So what what is your dream? Like to make a movie, to write a show, to star in the show? Yeah, I mean, my goal is to be someone that's like, you know, Issa Rae or the Broad City Girls or um, all these people who started on YouTube and then they have like these huge successful shows with important things to say, right. but also a ton of comedy. So right. that's my ultimate goal. But if I end up being a super successful, wealthy YouTuber, that is completely fine. <laughs> right. I like that you say like some with something to say because your most recent videos, or I guess over the, like the last year and a mm -hmm. half, each one has had like a strong point. Like the one uh -huh. that we did, which is the the girls in the bar. Yeah. You've done the HIV one. You've mm -hmm. done 
the beard one, the bottom yeah. one. Like they all are very specific and they say something about gay people. Yeah, and the pretty privileged one that I did. I oh kinda, my God. Yeah. That one got a lot of attention. That one got a lot of attention, yeah. Because I was kind of like poking fun at a particular person. Who? This, name, name. Well, his name's uh, Matt Dempsey. He makes, he made a YouTube video about being having pretty privilege and how tough it is. <laughs> Uh, for some people. Like Beyonce says, pretty hurts. Pretty I dope. know. I mean, I could. Don't hey. defend a white gay who's like, <laughs> oh, I'm so pretty and it hurts. I haven't seen that video, so I don't know. I mean, What's it's fine. Um, but yeah, I mean, I try to have important things to say because comedy is enough, but I just want to do more. Yeah. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. The, the, so I think what's interesting, you did like a series um, about the journey what's it called the journey journey of being being likable yeah and so uh, like it seems like a lot of the themes revolve around sort of expectations in the gay community Mm -hmm. i think a lot of people who are queer sort of spent parts of their childhood dealing in a lot of self-loathing sort of internalized homophobia and then i think sort of universally maybe maybe not the case with a younger generation but i think broad strokes we can say like almost every queer person has done many things in their life to sort of change maybe their personality to sort of see about fitting in. Mm -hmm. And I think maybe more universally that like everybody has done that, but in a, in a more like queer focused lens, I think Mm -hmm. that is something that everyone. Wow. Wow. Your Uber's here. They call. It's those damn robocalls. Oh, sorry. The rest of us have our phones on silent. It was my computer. Well, the rest of us put our computers on silent. I got a new computer. No, so right in the middle. Let's talk about how Apple really did me good, Divas. I may have thrown. I may have thrown my computer on the ground. (laughs) I may have broken it in lot at the (laughs) Apple Store, but they did give me a brand new computer for only ninety nine dollars. Really? Anyway, what were you? Yeah. I, so I wanted to <laughs> like, fuck off. Fuck off with that Apple commercial. Apple.com. <laughs> so Thank you so much. At Apple.com. You know what I mean. Can you imagine if that's their handle? Um, do you, f- like, so why is it important for you to explore those themes? I mean, because the, it's the way that I feel. And I feel like a lot of people feel the way that I feel in that department. I mean, I've all, all growing up, I always wished I was somebody else. I always wished that I, like, sounded like all the other boys or acted mm-hmm. like all the other boys or was someone that didn't stand out. Even until recently and even sometimes now, I wish I didn't stand out just because of my voice or my behavior or whatever. Like when you first moved to L.A., you're like, oh, God, I wish I could just act like that that regular man who books jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, as opposed to someone who's clearly a different kind of person that people don't seem to be ready for yet. Um, And I feel like a lot of gay guys that stand out or are really feminine feel that way and they just, I don't know, either just don't feel desired or whatever. You definitely don't. It's definitely hard for you within the gay community to feel like a minority within the gay community is really tough, too, which is how I have felt and still feel a lot of the time. Interesting. I think there's a lot of stories in that, and that's what I wanted to like, kind of like pick at. Do you – so you go out on auditions. Like you're like a working Mm -hmm. actor. Um Oh, yeah, because we bumped into each other that one time at that one audition. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about it. No, yeah, kidding. right. That waiting room is psycho. 
It sure is. Just in general. Whole, I, mm-hmm. I never. I was there as well. I never oh. go on auditions. That was like the first audition I think I've ever okay, gone yeah. on. And I was like, this is crazy that you have to like make small talk with all these people. Uh, was it a situation where it was a room full of people that looked like you? No, it was or? just a bunch of gay people. It was, was like, all oh, gay dudes. Oh, just, yeah. yeah. One of those calls. Yeah. Were there a couple mm-hmm. drag queens just sitting there? No, they, they oh. probably saw. Well, I don't think they saw drag queens, but it was like they literally it was like they, it was like gay dudes. And then the next hour was like black girls. And then the, like they literally I, were like yeah. scheduling types together. Uh-huh. Um, but have you noticed if you've been out here for 10 years, have you noticed a difference in the types of parts that you're going out for as far as not really depth Mm-mm. of character? No, no. I mean, I would audition commercially the most. Never has there ever been a gay person in a commercial that's like written that yeah. way, kind of, you know, even now when I'm watching TV, there are no gay People in commercials. Well, there are, but it's always like a, ba- a commercial for a bank, and it's like a happy gay couple that just bought a house. And the, like, they're not and, talking. And they're they're not not it's just like, like a B-roll a shot. It could be like, were they friends? What, what, yeah, did they right. just, are they renting? It's very were innocuous. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you haven't noticed a change? I don't know if I really have seen that much of a change. I mean, we sh- there should be a bigger change. There should be a bigger shift. They need to give, honestly, more people... Shows. I mean, it's yeah. it, it seems to be like you if you are like a different kind of person, like someone like a feminine gay guy or someone, you'll eventually maybe get your own show. But until then, that there's no bit parts for you. Yeah, that you're not getting that co-star. Like, can I hold the door open for you, line or whatever? Those are just regular basic people, and that's when I would always wish that I was just a regular basic person. Yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Oh. So like like eventually you'll be like an Easter Ray who just gets your own show. Yeah, and you can do it yourself. Yeah. Hmm. It's also wild how many platforms there are now to put uh, content out and how many of them still haven't fully just been like, oh yeah, we should just like give queer artists their own space to create something. Because mm-hmm. there's like, you can, there's Amazon, there's out, there's like all these... You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Klarna. Hulu, Klarna, <laughs> Netflix. Uh, um, Klarna. HBO uh-huh. has their own series and stuff and not, well, like, they have a couple of queer shows, but I just feel like, I don't know. Amazon. Snapchat. Oh, Snapchat's Snapchat producing television. Shows. Facebook Watch producing television. Everyone's producing television. Yeah, they just. We do, YouTube Red. YouTube Red. You just pivot your channel to a paid channel on YouTube Red. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. Is this where the Viagra commercial goes? Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, 
the mushroom is filling. Like there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. And I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, like, yeah. you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals? Try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, truffle butter, broccolini, and asparagus. And Factor Meals eliminate the hassle of prepping, cooking, or cleaning up. All you gotta do is heat up and savor the good stuff. Customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need. Pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle. And we're celebrating Earth Day all month long with Factor. Look out for the Earth Month Eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals. Head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. We're back. Welcome back to Sloppy Seconds, and now it's time for my favorite segment, Food Break. In this this segment, we take a break to eat food. Meatball, what have you brought? Today, it was my chance. So I was just walking around the grocery store, and I had been thinking about these cookies. They're the animal cookies that are covered in icing and sprinkles. Uh-huh. And I just remember when I was a kid, like, wanting them all the time and never getting them. Mm. And now I'm an adult and I can do what I want. I had no uh-huh. idea that this brand was called Mother's. I didn't know that either. I'm not sure. I mean, this is just like the Albertsons brand. No, Mother's no, has been baking brand. cookies with care and quality since 1914, bitch. No, you don't like it? Woo. And with so many unique flavors. That is sweet. Oh, you know what I thought these were? Iced oatmeal. Oh, that would have been better. You know, they have the iced oatmeal uh, flavor. I like those. This is just sugary and it like coats your it mouth. It feels like it's pure sugar. Yeah. You know what the um they do? I think at Cold Stone you can get these mashed up. Ugh, I hate Cold Stone. Wait, talk about what? it. It's so passionate. Ugh. Did you used to work there? Ugh. No, but I think they were very popular on Long Island and all my friends were always like, let's go to Cold Stone. It's like the coolest spot. And I'm like, oh, God, this is expensive and I don't like it. Mm-hmm. I always wanted to. Take me to Carvel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted to work there because I felt like everyone was just so jacked who works there. And then when you, they get tipped, they have to Oh my God, and sing a song or something? <laughs> yeah. That's embarrassing. That is embarrassing. You're like a beggar at a job. Can you give us a little acapella version of your song, Gay and Broke? No, I, I didn't even sing it. <laughs> what? What? Mm-mm. I lip, I'm, what is it? Millie Lipsy. vanilli it. Oh, <laughs> who's saying that? My friend, um, uh, Huey Stonefish. 
Also, okay, amazing last name? name. Yeah. Stonefish? Huey Stonefish. Stonefish. Wait, I love these cookies. I will take them You home. take them. Okay. You take them. <laughs> you take them. I'm so into these cookies. I know I, these cookies that bring back great memories. Yeah, isn't it wild? I was looking for the Little Dubby Cosmic Brownie. Little you know, Debbie uh, Cosmic Brownie? Because you know how I feel about a Little Debbie Cosmic Brownie. But you uh, have to find that at like a deli or a bodega or something, not at like not a, at a grocery, grocery store. store. It's so yeah, weird. Exactly. I always like those Keebler cracker things with the fudge in between. Mm-hmm. I don't oh. know what they're called. Yeah, but oh God, I used to fudge beg for crackers. those. Oh, that's what I like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the shit I do like. That's me. I'm a that's fudge me. packer. I'm into that. Yeah. I used, my mom would never buy sweets growing up, so I now I I always buy sweets. We would get like my mom would get Snackwell's Devil's <sighs> Food cookies Good that were grief. so gross in the green package. Mm-hmm. But my mom, she didn't care about us eating that stuff or not. She cared about herself eating it. She didn't buy that stuff so that she wouldn't eat it because mm. <laughs> she was crazy. My mom, but, um, we always had sweets around, which is probably why I was like, I kind of got burnt out on them. Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't really have a sweet tooth. No. Surprised you about these cookies. Wait, let's talk about. Uh, so you, your, your sort of newest show that's happening on YouTube is called mm-hmm. Nailed. Yeah. In which you are a nail technician. Pretty much. Yes. Are you actually good at that? No. Okay. <laughs> But it's so fun. It was so fun to that, do it. You I were so great, too. Yeah, everybody But I brought, like, I put on fake nails. Normally, yeah. you're just doing it on Raw. people's, like, real hands. Well, normally, mm-hmm. you don't wear nails. No, no, no. But, I mean, I have them. Uh-huh. I'm wearing them on tour. Oh, uh-huh. really? I'm going to wear a nail. Yeah. Thoughts? Thoughts. Maybe you can pay me a bunch of them. Oh, uh, yeah. How I, do you get these famous, famous guests on that show? Do you know them from being out or do you just literally I DM it? people? Yeah. I just DM them and like harass them like straight up. Like or if I know or I see who's who they're following and I do I know that person? Can I ask that person to check tell that person to check their DMs? Oh, that's so bold. I harass I'm a harasser. I harass people. I harass people. You love it. You're I but do. see you're a bully and you're being like, hey, come on my YouTube channel. I would bully though. I bully people that don't share it. <laughs> like if I do one of those videos and they don't share, I will bully them until they share it. Oh my it. god! I'm glad I shared it. Then. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> yeah. And you have a sponsor for that video, Adam, Adam and Eve, Eve, baby. <laughs> Go to AdamEve.com. What happened to the old Adam and Eve model? Season uh, one had a different model. Yeah. R.I.P. Oh, he died. He's dead. He did. He exercised too much. <laughs> his Christ. muscles just grew too big. too big too big it didn't read it just didn't read he was just a thumb yeah wait and that's not that's not um footage they sent you you shoot custom adam and eve hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah <laughs> green screen, it's so yeah. funny uh-huh. well, it took me a second i was like oh cool they're shooting in a nail salon and then i was like oh that's a green screen and then i looked at the previous season and i was like oh that's an upgraded green screen hell yeah. it is a huge upgrade well the first season it was in paul's uh spare bedroom we just lined the all the walls with green fabric oh my god okay that to see now that was see, that's a, the ingenuity that's, that i fucking like when yes. i watch a video i'm like they're making it fucking work gotta make it work <laughs> and it was during that heat wave last august when it was like 100 exactly Ugh. and every time that just was falling down oh my <laughs> god it was it was hot all right, very well, let's hot. talk about something else very hot. Ew. It's time for our next segment. Fuck, Fuck talk. talk! 
where you and us and we will all share um, strange, funny, sad sex stories. Okay. Like back when you were Mike. No, yeah, the trade voice. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Well, I I can start with, um, we were talking about earlier being recognized at the DMV. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to the bathhouse. Uh-huh. And, Which uh, bathhouse? I'm not going to say. Which Ooh. one? No, I'm not going to say. Here in LA? Uh-huh. Oh. There are many here in LA. Well, there are some that gay men have kind of co-opted, made bathhouses. Sure. Like yeah, Korea was this town. one of those Koreans? No, spot? I went to like a like a place oh, you were for, for people to fuck. Last there night? are actually so were many. You the Slammer. The Slammer. Was it last night? I have, I have gone to... I'm trying to go. I'm trying to go to every single bathhouse in LA. You haven't yet. I went to no the one. There's one up in North Hollywood that I went to. Okay, so was it in North Hollywood? It was the one down here. I went to the one. You went to Midtown. There's one called the Venetian Baths. Do you know about that one? I don't. Is it? It She hit up the Wednesday night bear bathhouse night. It is old and decrepit. Is that good? No, I mean no one was there, but I went. I'm trying to literally go. Because it is my, I, well, this I is my Midtown dream. Well, I has an indoor pool, and I'm all about swimming. There was an indoor pool. This is <gasps> this is my dream. <laughs> I want to find a gay man who wants to invest, and I want to make like a cool, high quality, like chic and interesting bathhouse. You want a Soho house, but a bathhouse? <laughs> yes, because Invite only. I actually think it would Homo be. House. I think it would be. <laughs> I think it would be really cool to have like a nice steam room that doesn't smell like feet and like cool showers and then like a, f- a like an interesting play area and a sex room. Like I think that's what's missing with jo- yeah, like monkey bars, just rings, like just like flings. update mm, it, like really and like run yeah. a better social media and like like make it like an actual place that people want to go, not a p- place that people go like. I guess I'll go. Right. Anyways, I was there last night and I was walking the around and it was. Mm more well lit than I sort of expected a bathhouse to be. Okay. And this guy kept like looking at me and then I went into I like like sort of went over to get a drink of water and he looked at me and he was like, Are you Big Dipper? <gasps> and I just sort of looked at him and smiled. And then he was like, I love your podcast. Oh, so and maybe I he's listening now. Patted him. He probably is. And I patted him on the shoulder. I never said a single word out loud. And you choked I don't him. think I said a single word out loud the entire time I was in the bathhouse. I patted him on the just, shoulder oh, oh. and I just smiled at him and I and I and I walked out of the room. But here's my message to you, loyal listener, who I appreciate so much. Don't fucking talk to me at the bathhouse. <laughs> ah, get him, girl. Do you know what I mean? Don't like, leave yeah. me with them high high hellos. Yeah. Let me live in my shame. Don't come at me with those high high hellos. Don't come at me with that. Don't come at me with the. Are you? Are you There's are a you time and a place because. And it's not, were you fully nude at this moment? No, I had a towel on. Oh, oh. I was naked under the towel, but I had a towel on. Oh. oh. So it, to me, it was just that kind of thing of like, girl. If you know, if you recognize me, just take it into your brain that you saw me. Fucking send me a DM, but don't like in the moment. Yeah, or yeah. Because it's exactly what you said about the DMV. There's a difference between recognizing a person and being like, hey, Carl, like that happened to me the other night. Someone called you Carl? No, but. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I reckon, you know, you you sort of like you recognize a person and you just sort of nod at them. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. You know, like another person who like I know in my personal life and I just go like, oh, look, we're both in the same place. Nod. Hello. And let's avoid each other because mm-hmm. we don't want to have sex with one another. Yeah. Yeah. But when you and then other people witness going like, oh, my God, are you Karen? Mm. And you're like, do I always use Karen as the example? Yes. Are you Karen? Are you Karen? Maybe and you're then, Karen. And then they're like, yeah, I'm Karen. Hi. And they're like, oh, my God. Hi. Then everyone else is like, who's Karen? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it sucks. Well, I've had it like when just last week I was at FUBAR. And if you've been to FUBAR, you know, those go-go dancers are. Friendly slutty. What night? Um, every night. But okay. I was there, I think, on a Saturday. And Ooh. I was go- going and I was tipping one of the dancers. And this is like my fifth round tipping him. Okay. So, so now you're going round, for the you know, dip round. I'm going for, you know, touching things that I wouldn't on the first round. Mm-hmm. And, See, also, I that's that. how you tip. You yes. build up to exactly. it. Yes. It's an investment. You have to. And then yeah. at the last one, you get to grab that dingle dangle. <laughs> Really give it a squeeze. <laughs> yes, exactly. Try to break it off. Uh-huh. You have to, like, uh, warm them up. Um, but on the fifth round, he was like, I love your videos. And I was like, I like that. But also, like, I'm trying to be a low-key pervert. <laughs> <laughs> I came to perv out. Yeah. So, I'm like, I love that you're watching. But um, now I feel like I can't. I can't I'm not going to go back for a sixth round. Right, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's interesting. Like, I understand, because we've talked about this before, Meepal, but, like, I understand separating, like, if you don't feel sexy in drag because Mm -hmm. you're, like, wrapped up and taped up and glued and all Mm -hmm. the makeup and everything. And I understand, like, separating that, but your content and my content you know like we're in our own bodies and Mm -hmm. we talk about sex and deal with sex right so it's interesting that psychologically we want to sort of separate our real life sex from that thing Mm -hmm. and i've always thought about like what is that that like if i'm fucking someone i literally don't want them to be like yes big dipper fuck me i'd be like my dick would fall off some people can't distinguish that the, you're a different person kind of like like I use my name and all of my stuff but right. I'm like I think obviously a heightened version of myself in all of my videos I don't see that <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah like I've even been out and I've been like too quiet for someone and they were like come on turn it on be be the person in your videos uh, someone did that to me where they were like you're so fun online you're so funny on your Instagram and I was like out and they're like you're just so like not fun right now and I was yeah. like uh, yeah because I'm, I'm not a- well I think Fucking producing content. The general, the general curse of social media is like also in like befriending people, like just like meeting people off Instagram, Mm -hmm. and you think one thing, and then you go in real life, and you're like, oh, you not only look different but act different. Mm -hmm. And I was attracted to your Instagram, Mm -hmm. thinking this was. That's why I try to be as honest as I can be in my you know like Instagram, Instagram? posts like I don't use oh, filters yeah, yeah. and I don't use yeah, like no filters, that yeah. kind of, <laughs> fuck off <laughs> but because you know what I mean because that's sort of what I'm expecting maybe naively but that's what I expect out in the world so then I meet people and I'm like oh my gosh like you're a fully different per- version of yourself yeah mm-hmm. yeah, so weird Um. so do you have uh, a sex story uh, try to think. I was kind of a late bloomer, so I really didn't start having sex until I was like 22. Same. Yeah. And then I remember the first time I topped somebody out here, they shit on my bed. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, because 
too much. Like just kind of couldn't I guess, hold it in. I guess so. I mean, I didn't really know the reasoning at the time, but the it was reason? there. It was probably because your dick was in their butt. I guess. And then they I, but I was new butt. to this, so I was like, th- I thought it's supposed to happen. How it happens on Sean Cody? Wait, wait, wait! Ready to go? Wait, wait, wait! And wait, it just wait. slips right in. You, the first time you had sex out here. The, or the first time you the ever first time had I sex. topped was out here. So the first time you ever topped the person shit on your back. Yes. Did that scar you? Of course it did. Have you topped uh, since? No. <laughs> <laughs> one and only, one and done, baby. Just kidding. Oh. Um, but I definitely was like, wow. I guess that's just a part of you know gay sexes. You know, it's just shit everywhere. You know, you need new bed sheets every time. So what Brown happened? Did they sheets? offer to pay? No, for this the was sheets? after they left. After the lights came on and I was by myself. Did you smell the shit? <laughs> no, it was like a skid. Okay. It wasn't like a shit. Uh, no, it wasn't like a full dookie. We have heard. I have heard, I have some heard some real full duke dukes. <sighs> So what did you do? You looked at the shit and you were like, well? Well, I guess I'll turn my mattress over. Or you went to church. <laughs> with Spray the bed with some with the bed turn it on it. Yeah, turn it like, over. I'm never going to see this again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. That is wild. Yeah. What about you, Meats? Um, this one is because it was summer and it was around my birthday last year. Well, it didn't happen last year. It happened forever ago. Anyway, it was on my birthday. Uh, and we were all hanging out. And I had this guy come over to my house off of Growler, like the morning of my birthday. Mm-hmm. And he came over and everything was great. He was like a much older gentleman. You probably would have been a big fan. Oh, uh, you like him old? Mm-hmm. Oh. In and out, like thought I'd never see him again. Pretty much blocked him on Growler because I was like, that was fine. I don't need to do that. No. Again. It Not blocked what, him. It wasn't what I wanted. He didn't He didn't look exactly like his pictures. Anyway. Okay. Um. Then like cut to my friend Tito's birthday and we're like going on this boat party thing and he invites all these people and it was Tito's boss it was Tito's boss did I already tell the story uh-huh. oh. oh and you jumped off the boat and you got wet pads yeah <laughs> you fucked him again on the boat no PJ fucked his husband on the boat <laughs> oh yes you've told this story oh Happy birthday to Happy you. birthday. I, I can't. Oh, uh, 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 uh. More stories. Ow, ow, ow. What's another one? <laughs> you have a boyfriend now, right? Yeah. See? Yeah. It makes this segment very challenging. <laughs> it does. It's just going to be stories about me sucking dick. It's going to be all stories about you sucking dick. Do you ever go through sexual phases? Because like oh, I'm sure. in such a dick sucking phase. I'm so horny. Someone said it's because okay. it's cancer season and it's like a full moon. <laughs> Like full, I'm ready at any minute. Uh, well, are you dipping into the bushes and getting it, pounding it out? No, just we're just doing regular sex right now. Mish, no, like no, we flip it up. We Dog. do a lot of different positions, Mish. Oh. and we like flip Cow. flop and go back and forth. We do it all, but it's whale. Just, oh. I did a whale. See <laughs> lion. Oh. See lion. I did Cricket? a dolphin. That's when you just cover yourself in lube and slip around. Oh my god! Yeah, what, what do you consider which which gay stories. animal are you? Gay animal? Um, I don't know. Maybe I'm like um, uh, a ferret. <laughs> Done. <laughs> and what would the qualities be of a ferret? Ah, uh, running around, <laughs> going up the people's pants. I don't know. 
<laughs> Ferrets are like you, otters, but perverts. Yes. Have you ever been to like a big like uh, nudist con, like a resort thing like that in Palm Springs? Oh, I did. Yes, actually, I did. Oh, did you like it, or were you? It was too interesting. It was. It was last um, Labor Day weekend. Uh, it was fun. You were there. You were there. No, I'm just kidding. I was there two years ago. Uh, there was this place that had my like, ghost and it, my cummies were probably still hot. My cummies, <laughs> my ghost cummies. Uh, CCBC, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. It said sex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, that's okay. their one the, big fucking installment. But the is thing about it is sex. string lights. It's and so sex. it's so clear that it it's rigged. It used to be neon. Yeah. Like you know, like when you see a neon sign and there are those little pegs mm-hmm. that you like wrap the glass around with the rubber yeah. sheets yeah. on it. So it clearly used to be neon, and then someone probably like in a poppers induced fog like fell into it and cracked it. <laughs> so now it's string lights. Do you yeah. do poppers? No. Do you do poppers? No. You love I'm them? Try- no, I don't. Re- I mean, I, I love, love double Scorpio, Scorpio poppers. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. I absolutely love a double Scorpio popper and they're great and all, but I, for some reason, if I do like more than two whiffs of them, I just start laughing uncontrollably. Oh. For 15 minutes straight, I just laugh and laugh and laugh and completely lose my sex drive. And then mm. I'm like, well, I'm tired. Yeah. So I can and why only don't do, like, you do them? I don't enjoy being dizzy. Uh, I also get a headache, not off double Scorpio, but like when you have to clear and someone's like, do these poppers, those like whatever they have always gives me a headache. Right. Mm -hmm. Anyway. But they really do the trick, apparently. Have you bought, have you been bottoming more? I know that was part of your goal this year. You're just sucking dick? Yeah. That's okay. What else was it? I'm so fisting. Yeah. You love to Are you into that? I wouldn't say I'm not, or I am. I, who knows? I haven't really done it. I, I think I said it on our thing. I've been four fingers in mm-hmm. and knew I could have gotten the fifth one in, but chickened out. Because why? You had a thumb ring on or something? No, I just wasn't <laughs> sure if that's who I wanted to be yet. <laughs> <laughs> you know who else is fisted? Someone candy muse. Oh, she got back to you? She got back to me. Well, she had told a story to a group of people, and one of my friends was in that group of people, about how she accidentally fisted someone. I'd Not love accidentally. To... How do you accidentally fist someone? Well, you well start I'd off... love to hear. We should call Candy Muse. Mm-hmm. <laughs> FaceTimer. Yeah. You were going to say you start off. You start off with one finger, and then uh, you just get carried away. Pretty soon, your yeah. whole hand's in there. Yeah. yeah. How deep have you fisted? Mm. No. To mid- That's not true. Yeah, mid... Uh... He has one guy that likes him just to put his elbow down. <laughs> and then he does a plie. A deep, <laughs> grand plie. A deep, deep, grand plie. And he also will text me and say, have you been talking about it on the podcast? Because he likes it when we talk about him on the podcast. Oh. Send me videos too, you fucking freak. <laughs> Can, I do. I will tell you this. I have an appointment this weekend to fist a man oh. at his home in his sling. With oh, his, so you got to stand with his. Oh, you could sit. Yeah, but standing is great. Do you get off let's, on this? Let's talk about another version of that. If they're laying on the bed, then I have to kneel next to the bed. Yeah. So standing right. is great. Okay. Yeah. You said know. it like I it was just, a bad thing. Well, just for me, like, I, I don't think know that how I tall their sling my, is. Yeah, I want to sit with my, if I were to fist somebody uh-huh. one day, I will. You'd want to put wanna, an apron on. 
da- full apron. Like a barber's bib. And a fat suit under it. And then <laughs> sitting in an office chair that has wheels on but it. But I want um, my <laughs> one arm. Of those, uh, I want my tailgating shot. helmets with bottles with of bottles water. bottles of lube. Just, no, because you can drink from it. So oh, just yeah. to stay hydrated. That's the move I really want to. That move is very fun. But I want it to be level with my shoulder so that it's so like it's just an insert. And like eye level. I need to not see. a high. I don't want to be <laughs> like bent over, being like yeah. The uh, I don't want to look them in the eye. I guess is what you want to look their brown eye in the eye, eye. and then I want to yeah. punch it. Oh good. I enjoy it because it feels. There are a couple things about it that I find fascinating. Okay, one go on. Um, are you hard when you're doing it? That comes and goes. Does that make sense? Like there are moments. Waves. There are waves. Well, there are moments where you're like, "This is really hot," and you get really aroused. And then there are moments when you're like, "Wow, my arm is very tired," and like, "This is crazy," and you get like less aroused. Yeah. But I think about Meatball asks almost everyone we talk to, and everyone you talk to, have you fisted someone? Yeah, you're like really I, into that. It's kind of wild to me. Like, well, not wild. Uh, whatever. How many people have fisted people? Yeah. Because it seems like such like a niche thing. But the but majority like of people do thing. say no. Yeah. Do straight people fist? Yes. Yes. In the vagina. And yeah. in I know men who I fisted a man in New York <laughs> who told me that he had been living in Spain for like the last decade, and in Spain, fisting is all the rage. Wives do it to their husbands in the butt. Well, I'd like to see what circle of friends he's running around with. Right. <laughs> and I was like, all the rage. Yeah. But anyway, so number one, I think as I do it, I go like, wow, I'm in a small percentage of people who are doing this. No, you're... So, I didn't know. I mean, I knew you had done it. I guess I didn't know to what extent. I didn't know I'm with a fister. You know I, what I well, mean? Well, I'm. I think I'm growing. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm growing into that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just own it. It's also fun to like go. Yeah, yeah, own it. Get a bumper. Just stick. own it's it. It's also fun to like own it. What does Lisa Renna say? <laughs> what? Own it. Own it. Own it. <laughs> I also think it's fun to like go have sex with someone and all you did was use your forearm. Like you don't do anything else. That literally sounds like the least fun sex to me. That to I me went is fun. worked it's... out my fucking arm. Yeah. yeah. No, thanks. I mean. <laughs> you both are. Someone told me before they identified me as a service top. The meaning you don't get get off. No, I mean, he works in a restaurant now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the top of the service chain. No, but just I that lead I, server. I enjoy pleasing people i enjoy giving people what they want but then what about you who's giving you what you want that is giving me what i want okay so skeptical do you have a therapist no oh (laughs) (laughs) you need to get off too someone needs to fist you you Who's, who's saying i'm not getting off but what are you just jerking yourself off at the end? No, or I'm I'm Once doing something home, doing just... something different with a different person. That's like one. That's an isolated incident. Huh. Okay. My sexuality is a um, 
tapestry, uh, 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 Venetian. Uh, yeah, it's an interesting <laughs> woven, more like Armenian tapestry, uh, full of uh, a bevy of experiences. A, a, a new thread each week. Yeah, into exactly. This wild I'm tapestry just that is your sexual orientation. A lot of fisting threads. Right, and there are a lot of people. A lot of dick sucking threads. There are a lot of people my age who have been having sexual experiences for like two decades, right? right? Mm-hmm. That they like started, you know, fucking around at 13 or 14. Oh, yeah, yeah. Me? I, just like you, late bloomer, like mm-hmm. 22, but 21. But you went from being a late bloomer to doing like one of what I consider the most hardcore sex acts possible. <laughs> well, you haven't fisted? No. Oh, get out of town. <laughs> okay, Nana. I'm an oh, old lady. Get ye out of town. It seems like you maybe just skipped over some of, anyway. What do you mean? Just, you just were like, I'm a late bloomer. I had sex. I was a top, and then you like skipped bottoming. You skipped like all the There's other stuff, and we're just straight, years straight in into there. just like I want to pop my arm up in someone's yeah. booty. That's up to your sh- shoulder. It's close to my shoulder. Ow, Where ow. are his organs? Well, someone told me recently. Uh, he because he was like I'm more into stretching width than I am depth. And I was like, oh, because I know someone who's much more into depth than they are with. And he's like, I haven't rearranged my organs yet. And I almost, I was like, what's that now? Because if you think about, I mean, this is so intense. But if you think about the way the body works, going straight up into someone doesn't really seem to make sense. So there are people who sort of, they figure out a way to make space. Internally. And those are the guys you like? I like a lot of guys. I also like Poor plenty Michael. of guys who can can only take a pinky. Yeah. You know what I mean? I like different people different different people for different, different strokes reasons. for different folks. Exactly. I I'm mean, so happy for you. Yeah, you, you know what? Happy birthday to you. Thank you. <laughs> 28 again. 28 all over. Again. Forever young. I want to be. I've been. But here's the thing is that I thought was so smart was that I've been lying about my age for three years prior to this. Why? Oh. So that people couldn't catch on to like how old I was. But now I'm just like, yeah, I'm 30. It's That's fine. how I am. Because yeah. people literally were having me like wishing me a happy 28th. And I was like, it worked. It do you, worked. Do you feel like in Hollywood you want to keep trying to be? younger i feel like I it feel doesn't like, work with the internet no i mean nowadays everybody if you, is, lie, to everybody if you lie yeah yeah <laughs> but now generally everyone's pretty transparent about everything right so i mean your age should be the least thing you have to worry about but i think people do judge you a little bit if you're like 45 and like i don't know still making youtube videos if no one's watching or something like that but i mean i don't know i think they judge you at any age if no one's watching exactly True. yeah <laughs> but i feel like if you're like 21 oh you're fresh True. you're still figuring it out but. right totally. <laughs> yeah that makes sense all right, well, well, I guess we did it. We got to sign Sh- out. Skid mark on the bed. Yeah. Um, a story I already told. A story apparently. you already told about a boat. And um, too much information about my personal about your life. your personal life. Jesus and Christ. I'm going to get to the bottom of what bathhouse you were at, but I think I, I think I clocked it. The Venetian bath in Van Nuys. No, you weren't. There's one by LAX. You too. were not at those. Oh, this. <laughs> You okay, are not I at either also, of those because I know that you wouldn't drive that far. I also just subscribed to a um, nudist group that happens in Riverside. I'm so fascinated with what gay men have done to our own the culture. Sex? 
Yeah. And like I'm I'm so interested by like cuz there's a couple things and listen, like this this to me is a fascinating conversation. Uh, and it, it relates to a lot of the content that you make in your mm-hmm. videos, right? Like you you comment on the idea of like pretty privilege on like West Hollywood culture on mm-hmm. like gay mainstream and then there are so many people who like enjoy um, sex parties and like going to like like uh, nude events and like socializing and that kind of thing. And for my experience, and maybe it's because I'm tapped into a bear scene, mm-hmm. the majority of those people do not fall in line with any of like the West Hollywood beauty mm-hmm. standards. Mm-hmm. But the amount of like confidence, camaraderie, community, sex positivity, like freeness with their bodies at these sexually charged Mm -hmm. environments it's fascinating it is fascinating and like can you imagine straight people like going to a party where there's 40 people and everyone is naked and walking around and like some people are chatting about the new you know vr plug-in on their playstation and other people are sucking dick and other people are eating ribs and then this person is you know just like hanging out with their husband and watching the show it's like gay people are wild it's very the gay community is very segregated too. Yeah. So like you said, the, the bears are here, the West Hollywood insta- gays are here. Everybody's, but with it's a straight thing, I think it's more of like a mix of people. I don't know, but I also am like really impressed with like the evolution of that. Of like, we know that at the end of the day, when you go to a party with a bunch of dudes at it, you kind of are sizing all of them up and like considering sexual partners, like as gay men, like there is that sort of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then if you like cut out the middleman and you go like, well, there's Everyone? a tent over there. If you want to fuck, you know, right. it's like, I, I don't know. I just think that part of it is like really cool. And then the other part of it is like, you go there and there's like that weird internalized thing where you go like, what, what does the world think of this? Mm-hmm. You know, for sure. I guess the world thinks we're degenerate. Yeah, they definitely do. Well, I think something of you for sh- Fisting up to the shoulder. A degenerate. What is it that you think? I think it's interesting. I'm envious. (laughs) (laughs) On the bottom or the top? Okay, let's end. Let's end. Thanks for listening to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. If you want to find Michael online, where would they find you, Diva? Instagram, MichaelHenry915, and YouTube, just search MichaelHenryGay. Oh, really? Really? I mean, if you just search Michael Henry, I'll probably come up. But add gay, and you'll definitely gay, find me. <laughs> what, get, what happens if you search meatball gay? Oh, I've never. Meatball I hope it's pasta. Gay. The best Italian meatball recipe. All right, and if you want to find me, you can find me at Spiciest Meatball on Instagram and Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. I come up if you search meatball gay. <laughs> I hate that that comes up. <laughs> it's all meatballs and then a photo of me. What happens if we search you, gay? Oh, oh come he up. comes up. He comes up. Yeah, and because I also tell people, search Big Dipper rapper. Uh, because if you just search Big Dipper, um, the constellation comes up. Oh. Will you tell everyone where this me see you? Yes. You can find me at Big Dipper Jelly. He, Alec is going to have a hell of a time editing all this. It'll be great. I'll give him notes. Okay. What you think he does all the work? No. <laughs> it's a concerted it's a it's a combined effort. 
Um, you can email us at sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. You can follow me at Big Dipper Jelly. You can follow Meatball at Spiciest Meatball. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast so you don't ever miss an episode. Thanks so much for being here. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. This building is so cute. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a forever dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Mixed and mastered by Alex Sarche. Our logo art is by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. 